Welcome to The Craft, a podcast that shares stories about writing and the writer's spirit. I'm your host, Sumaya Osmani, an author who found belonging from the courtroom to the craft. Join me as I navigate this craft of writing with chats on practical challenges and nurturing the creative spirit. This is The Craft. In a world obsessed with content creation and hustle, do you find that when you try hard to be creative, you burn out before you even begin, or when you've had a series of great ideas, you run dry, unable to even understand how you ever wrote so well in the first place? Now, I have, as a writer, come to embrace these ups and downs in the writer's life, but I am not happy about them. I wanted to find a way to create this perfect balance between my passion for writing and my ability to flow creativity and not turn up feeling frazzled and confused. What I have realized is that this balance really lies in taking care of ourselves. I think to really thrive as a writer, self-care is not a luxury, it's a necessity. To begin to create, you need creative rest and to allow your mind to create from a relaxed place. Making self-care a priority, soon with it you'll discover a huge surge in creativity and calm. In this episode, I'll be sharing some of my tips and strategies to help you strike that delicate balance. So grab a cozy spot your favorite notebook, and let's explore how to balance writing and self-care. Now, I love bubble baths, long walks on the beach, chocolate mousse, you name it. All those things I find are self-care. But the self-care I'm talking about is much more than just that. Self-care as a writer is about making time for yourself, replenishing that well of creativity and really carving out the time for yourself every single day to intentionally practice self-care. I promise you, with a few of these tips under your belt, you will definitely start to become a better writer because of it. So let's look at the right perspective here. When I say write, I mean W-R-I-T-E. So let's begin by understanding the mindset behind our pursuit for writing. That's really important because we come to this place to be writers and to be creators for a reason. Writing is a beautiful outlet for creativity, a beautiful ways to write down your feelings, your emotions and the way you make sense of the world. But it also comes with this intense desire to create, leading us to neglect our well-being. And it all happens because of our desire for perfectionism and progress. And that can sometimes overshadow our need for self-care. You just think, well, you know, I can take care of myself another time. I need to write right now. Just remember that a healthy mind and body is really, really essential for nurturing creativity. And I can't stress this, how important. And in this podcast, I hope you'll start to get a sense of how important. To find that balance, we need to acknowledge both that passion for writing that we have, that fire in our bellies, and our responsibility to care for ourselves while we do it. So here are some of my self-care essentials, as I like to call them. Things that, you know, you can't do without and you need to 
pencil them into your diary of creativity. Number one, establish boundaries. Create clear boundaries between your writing time and your relaxation time. Now, it's a very easy thing to go into the flow of writing, get incredible ideas and then say, well, you know, I don't have time for going for that walk or I don't have time to go and do any meditation because I'm in a flow here and I can't let go. I promise you that taking the time and not overextending yourself gives you the ability to go longer. So in the long run, you won't be burning out, but you'll actually give yourself a huge surge of creative energy. That well will be replenished. So establish those clear boundaries right in the beginning. Pencil the boundaries into your timetable. Now, number two is to prioritize sleep. Now, this is something I never used to do. I always used to think I can stay up later. I can do more. I don't have to sleep. I can do that binge on Netflix and I'll be fine to write tomorrow. But the truth is a well-rested mind is definitely more creative. So do ensure that you're getting enough sleep, recharging your mental faculties, recharging your batteries and having a chance to dream, because I'll talk to you later in this podcast about how important it is to cultivate dreams, to allow your subconscious mind to play, and to allow your creativity to thrive beyond just the consciousness. The third one is healthy habits. Now, I think that this is not just about having exercise daily, but that is, regular exercise is extremely important, but so is a balanced diet in your routine. And I don't think that many writers take that seriously. You know, we'll snack on this and that, but how many times do we actually just take creative rest to eat well, to eat for creativity, to eat for writing, words flowing in our heads? And I promise you, food is, and you know, me being a food person, food is one of the things I won't compromise on when I am self-caring as a writer. Make a balanced diet. Incorporate loads of fresh greens and fruits and even snack on berries and fresh fruit. That is one of the most creative meals you can have. And one day I'll do a podcast on the foods to eat for writing, but I can promise you that eating loads of colors really gives you clarity and creativity. Now, something which is my fourth one, which is mindfulness and meditation is something I think has taken me a really long time to come to really believe how much regular, consistent practice of mindfulness exercises or, or even meditation helps quiet my mind, reduce stress and really help to tap into that creative flow. I recently shared a couple of uh meditation teachers that I really love and apps that I like to use in my Substack, And, you know, I, I cannot stress how much it's helped me. It's allowed my mind to open up and to quieten down so that all these ideas in my brain can settle and channel through me and come out on the page. So I really recommend that. The next one is to disconnect. This is something I really believe works. If there's one thing that you add to your self-care routine, and that is very consistent unplugging from technology and social media to give your brain and your mind a break from constant stimulation and comparison cycles and the need for perfectionism. 
I know everyone says that it's good to unplug, but I promise you, I've had a month and a half of staying away from Instagram and email and social media generally, and my brain just feels so much calmer. I have got more creative ideas in this month and a half than I have in the last two years. And so that really shows you the power of disconnecting and unplugging from technology. The next one is gratitude. Now, I know that lots of writers write about gratitude and how important it is, but really it's being taking the time to be present and and not worry about whether our words are going to get somewhere or are people going to read it? Are they going to pay for your, you know, for your newsletters? Are they going to are you going to get a book deal? And the constant wanting and looking forward and ahead always stops us from caring for ourselves, for caring for the present writer that you are today and right now. So I encourage you to be thankful for the smallest things, your morning cup of coffee, the cat on your lap when you write, um, you know, the sun shining on your desk and the fact that you have a beautiful place to write and the luxury to write, even if you take out half an hour a day to write and that's all you can manage. Be grateful for the small things because it brings you right down to the present and it establishes a beautiful self-care which doesn't take a lot of energy. And my final sort of self-care essential is to to again come back to writing, but do self-care journaling. And this usually means daily regular writing prompts to encourage your reflections on thoughts, emotions, behaviours, aspirations, goals, as well as other activities that support you mentally and emotionally. Because emotional self-care is just as um, as important as a writer or a creative as physical self-care is or creating boundaries. Because in fact, I think in many ways, the self-care journaling allows you to take a lot of your, all this, you know, future grief, worries, your ideas, your, your emotions out on the page and away from your head and your mental creative space. So let's now talk a little bit about how you can nurture your creativity. So really looking at nurturing your creativity while balancing self-care. So I have offered you some of the ways that I like to have my self-care in my writing routine, but here's how you balance your creativity and you balance your self-care. Number one, Time management and scheduling writing time is extremely important. So allocate specific time for your writing in your day or your weekly schedule. And then focus time helps you to be more productive and prevents writing from encroaching on your self-care. Because like I said earlier, when we try to do too much writing, we don't take the time to take care of yourself. But if you create this kind of works in with the boundaries and you start to allocate specific time for your writing and then specific time for your self-care, then you've given yourself a very intentional way of finding balance. Because time management is such a significant factor in achieving balance. And it's something that I personally really struggle with because it's about setting those clear boundaries on your writing time and self-care that sometimes I can really go back and forth from. So the thing is, I have to put it into my diary and put in like two hours of writing and then two hours of self-care, whatever works for you, whatever your personal life permits and your professional life permits. 
Now, the next one I would say to nurture your creativity is to find inspiration from self-care. Now, sometimes you'll find that your self-care activities, no matter what they are, can become rich sources of your inspiration for your writing. So don't just keep them disconnected. Start to look at them and make notes and thoughts and emotion, emotions that you go through when you take your self-care moments. Now, this is where I'm going to talk a little bit about my dreams. And, you know, one thing I really started to encourage this year was to nap in the afternoon if I could manage it, even if it was for 15 to 20 minutes. And sometimes I would have the most incredible lucid dreams in those 20 minutes. Ridiculous, I know, but it happened because I was so rested. And even in the evenings before I go to sleep, I made intentional, um, I made intentions to myself to remember my dream and keep a little notebook next to me. And I used that self-care of sleep and napping to make notes of my thoughts, the symbols, the, the motifs from my dreams. And I've used them in writing exercises and prompts and creative ideas because dreams are so bizarre that sometimes they can be the real you know, the ingredients to an incredible story, even if it is just a little bit of creative writing to keep that writing muscle going. So think about how you can take the inspiration from the self-care and incorporate it into nurturing your creativity this way. The next one is to change your environment. You know, occasionally step out of your usual space. We do, because you know, we as writers get really comfortable in one place and know that the words flow there. But sometimes you can really shake it up by that change of scenery that can invigorate your creative spirit. Recently, um, I decided to move from my upstairs desk to my downstairs desk while the weather's quite good in the conservatory. And usually I would never sit there because I always found it distracting looking out and to garden. But I actually found it so invigorating to just like get out of the same and I'm in the same house. I'm just moving around. And that itself has shifted my energy and my creative spirit. And even if it means you write in a particular cafe, change the place, go out of town for a little while, maybe and do some writing, whatever you can manage, change the environment that can really nurture your creativity and give you a spark. Creative exercises is my next. Engage in those writing prompts, the free writing sessions online, you know, other creative exercises to keep your writing fresh and exciting. And, you know, I really love to write online with free groups. I like to write when I host my membership lives because we have live writing hours. I spend that time writing myself. There is a beautiful energy of creators coming together to write. And also on your own, engage in things that you wouldn't do. Pick up prompts that would not, you would not usually encourage yourself to write about, but they can really give you those exercises that will open your brain up and nurture that creativity and make it look outside the box. And the next thing is I love to go and explore art and allow art to find inspiration from to write. And even if it means just opening and broadening my creative mind, you know, visit art galleries, new exhibitions happening, music, dance, poetry, poetry workshops, whatever you like. And even if you don't like it, even if it's a dance, you just want to try for like maybe four or five weeks, go and try that. It's just nice. Don't let anyone tell you you have hobbies that come and go. 
because I think there's something really incredible about doing a hobby, trying it out, giving yourself that little bit of exposure to a new way of thinking, a new way of doing, and then walking away if it's not for you, if you don't want to keep experiencing it. But it's about experiencing different things. There's nothing wrong with that. If it allows you, there's loads of free stuff out there as well. So have a look, see what piques your interest. And finally, I'm going to come to finding that sweet spot of balancing between your writing and your self-care. You know, it's an ongoing journey. It's not about achieving perfectionism, but it's more about like really understanding your needs and making conscious choices that allow you to balance both your writing and your self-care. Here are some final tips to help you find that sweet spot. Create a self-care routine. Like develop a self-care routine that complements your writing schedule. And this routine should try to include exercise, relaxation, and some creative activities. Reflect and adjust. You know, regularly assess your routine. Are you neglecting self-care or are you overindulging in writing or are you doing the opposite? Just keep adjusting according to whatever's happening to just ensure balance. Then also find a support system. Now, surround yourself with supportive writing friends, writing groups, friends, mentors, all those who understand the challenges of being a creative and can offer guidance and support. It's so important. I cannot stress that enough. And finally, let yourself off. It's okay to have days or periods where your writing or your balance is just feels a little bit challenging, a little bit off, and you can't manage it. You know, forgive yourself and realign your focus. There is nothing, nothing wrong with not being able to do this consistently. Never be hard on yourself about it, because ultimately, this is about nurturing yourself. And if the idea of nurturing your creativity together with self-care starts to become onerous, then you are totally not doing it for the right reasons. So if that happens, step away and come back when you feel better. And finally, I'd just like to re-emphasize that, you know, self-care isn't selfish. It's about self-preservation. Self-care replenishes your creative well, enhances your productivity, and really sustains your mental and physical health as a creative. Your writing journey is uniquely yours. It's entirely how you like it. And finding that balance is a personal exploration. So by really nurturing both your creative spirit and your well-being, you'll be creating a sustainable path. Thank you for listening to The Craft with me, Sumaya. If you'd love to learn more about me, my website is sumayaosmani.com. And while you're there, check out Kissa, my writing membership, where you can find Flow and Flourish as a Writer. Inside Kissa is a thriving community of inspiring writers, monthly writing hours, and nourishing and nurturing chapters to see you grow each month and find your true potential as a writer. Doors to Kissa open four times a year, so if you join the waitlist, you'll be the first to know when the doors open. The link is in the notes below. You can also follow me on Instagram at Sumaya Osmani and send me a message to let me know if you enjoyed this podcast. So, until the next episode of The Craft, stay curious.